they are not afraid of Draymond Green. Draymond Green is no. not the reason that they lost that game. The Celtics okay. were up 90 to 86 when they took Draymond out with seven minutes, and 32 seconds. Mm-hmm. It- that kid is more likely and da- is more is in more danger around a fucking crease than they would be around a drag queen. Yeah. And y'all are just y'all are just y'all are just absolving the Browns and the fucking Texans and all of this. And I'm I'm trying to figure out how the fuck they're escaping blame for this shit. It's it's tough to say because Draymond has been the glue that has made the Warriors go for the last mm. decade. But if 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 it's to a point to where he's unplayable late and he doesn't need to be on the court. I don't know exactly what takes priority right now. I mean, the I finals. Either. The next finals game is tomorrow. The live tour just happened. There's a lot going it's, on, man. Deshaun might be too heavy to start with. I mean, yeah. this is the Beards and Balls podcast. And we have a smorgasbord of topics to possibly start with, and we don't know what to start with. Daryl, let's do things differently. Where can they mm-hmm. find you, first of all? Three is one J on Twitter, the coaches challenge on Twitch, where I just stupidly stream for like four hours and have fucked my voice over. So, well, I mean, uh, you know, welcome to also playing as the Texans, which, yeah, I mean, did you at least, uh, did you try to relocate the team and just restart them completely? Cause that's what you I'm should. not, by the way, this is Anthony mm-hmm. F. You can follow me at born to run underscore 19 on Twitter and also mm-hmm. on Instagram. Daryl, <clears throat> Did you just relocate? Maybe you just changed the whole team identity. I might need to take over as the owner and do that because um, I take. You yeah. know what? You know what? Just keep keep maybe keep them in Houston and change make them the mm-hmm. Oilers or just restart them. Man, somebody buys a team, put them in Hawaii, put them in London, put them in London. <laughs> yeah, they'll be the big fuck you to every well, Houstonian. It seems like soon one of the teams in that division might be over there with. Shaq on, on them, but you know it's funny though. I, I think by default we've already we've waded into the waters that we we weren't exactly going to wade into immediately. We're going to talk about the <laughs> fact that the Texans were very well aware of Deshaun Watson's uh, need oh, for sixty six different masseuses. Mas- How do I refer to? Is it masseuses? Masusai? Masseuse? I just I'm bad at English, so I just say masseuses. I don't. I, I, you, you know, know what? We'll call them massage therapists. There yeah. you go. That, that's a that's a lot a little easier. You know, Daryl, uh, unload this one because you okay. have a lot to say. I wanted to go ahead and 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 I want I want to put myself. I want to expose myself for a second. Mm-hmm. When the story first came out with the Texans, I I was very skeptical of it because of the timing and. With the Busby and his connections to the um, what's the name of the family that owns the uh, the McNears, mm-hmm. you know, I was very hesitant about the story, and also just how quickly everything happened. I was kind of like, something about this doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. I I am I am publicly chastising myself, me from a year ago, and I'm also I guess putting an uh, apology out there. I guess. Because, you know, I didn't know everything at the time. And I think I made a, 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 a conclusion about this case beforehand, just based on prior things that have happened in certain situations that I, I just feel like I reacted to the story the wrong way when it first came out. And I'm, I'm just seeing everything that's coming out 
and the way that Deshaun Watson has chose to respond to everything that makes me believe even more and more every day that he did this shit mm-hmm. to a T. Like, first of all, I, let's get into the story. Yeah, let's so get real into quick, the headlines. One one thing that we do have to that I really we really have to talk about is mm-hmm. uh, the the Jenny Varentas article of in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. That that just detailed There's the one I have pulled up right all, here. So it, so first of <clears> all, <throat> that is some amazing journalism. Like oh, yeah. just all the, the details in this are just. <laughs> I mean, there is no way for me, at least the way the way I see it, there's no way to look at Deshaun Watson and say that he's not guilty of of something. At this exactly, point. and that's the way I I at, like at, when at, I read at, this at, article. Also, at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. At the bare minimum, it's even even at the bare minimum, it's still not great. Like there's no way to defend it because the bare minimum is still terrible. The the bare minimum here is oh he's a, a this sounds so wrong to say oh it's a bare minimum, but the bare minimum is that he's a flasher. Yeah, the worst of this is well he, that he's like Louis C.K. Exactly, and like which. The 66. Still, yeah. Yeah. Like if, if nothing else clicks to you, it's the fact that he is 66 different mm-hmm. massage well, okay, so, therapist so over me, the most, 17 months. To me, the most damning thing of them all is the one the, the one woman that 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 shared all her details and, and everything mm-hmm. was, you know, fell in line with the with clearly what is his MO. The dude has an MO. He has mm-hmm. a modus operandi. Like there is a way that he operates. There are things that he does and you see them consistently because they are brought up so many times over and over again in each story. And there was one woman who she had the exact same story. She had the exact same experience, but she did, she she wasn't suing. She's not one of the people who's suing. To me, because there, because you know how it is, you know that the, you you you've been on Twitter, mm-hmm. you've seen some of the some dudes out there who go immediately that, oh, you know, they're only suing for blah blah blah. Well, what about this woman who, everything is the same, and she decided not to sue. I mean, she, I hate to say it, but I guess in, maybe she sees it as a, she doesn't want to have to, to have to fall into that kind of a criticism, uh, that kind of criticism, or have to face that kind of criticism, you know. Mm-hmm it's unfortunate that we're there, but like there are that to me is so much more damning, you know, that, that it's, that is clearly not some kind of money grab there. She's not seeking anything legally, any monetary, anything, but her story is the same as, as everyone else's. I just find it insane to me that at this point, you know, we talk about this dude, and this is going to lend into my point about the Texans is that this dude has had a problem mm-hmm. for at least as far as we know, the last three years, two to three years. Yeah. And the Texans, while he was playing with him and was under contract, had no issue covering up all of the bullshit this dude was doing to the point to where he is. They are pressuring women into signing NDAs. For the appointments that they had with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as soon as, you know, he decides he, you know, he gets pissy with the Texans and wants to leave. Then all of this information comes out. 
about him and how now, even with this article that has come out, the Texans, in my opinion, have escaped a lot of scrutiny across the league from all of these, you know, writers and journalists that have been covering the story the whole time. I'm calling out specifically Adam Schefter. Um, who made that tweet that I thought was weird, even when I was a little bit more skeptical of the case a couple of months ago before I've seen all of this information, who said, oh, well, he took it to the legal system because he knew he wasn't guilty. And this, this. Oh, I know. When he, so him from, what the fuck, bro? It's, it's when he very much when you're reading it and you're looking and you're like, you're editorializing this. It sounds this is this is this is not you're not. You're not reporting something. You're giving. It sounds more like you're giving your opinion on the situation, mm-hmm. your own personal opinion on it, it. It's just it was gross. It sounded gross. It sounded slimy. But the thing at this point we know with Schefter is that dude is is, is he is bought. He is long sold a long time ago. Yeah. Is, so and and there's no integrity to the man. There there really isn't at this point. There is no mm-hmm. integrity to Adam Schefter. But one thing that I'm reading, you know, here about is just. The fact that there is, you know, that there was a woman who there was another woman who she withdrew her complaint because of privacy and security concerns. You know, this is the kind because you have people like especially there are a lot of Browns fans that are like sending death threats to people because they're talking bad about Deshaun Watson. About here's my quarterback. That's see. But this is the thing, though. It doesn't go beyond that for these people. You know that, right? No, I know it doesn't go beyond that. And that's, that's what pisses me part. off about that's exactly so much of, of like football fandom in a lot of these people is let's be fucking honest here. A lot of these people are either conservative or are claiming to be devout Christian people. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know being from the South, I know a lot of devout Christian people who would never stand up. For this yeah. man doing the bullshit that he's done to these women. Yeah. And to sit there and claim that you are this God fearing person and that you're this and that. It, and I know that, you know, this happens all the time, but it pisses me off more than anything because you fuckers have no morals. You you're you are fucking you you claim that, oh well, you're you're on board with them checking the genitals of fucking little kids. Who, mm-hmm. who who come out as trans whether they want to, in order to play a sport any little kids to play a sport which is not even that's not even teetering that's pedo that's pedophilic behavior that, that is exactly what it is I'm what you sorry, want to call I that i don't or, care what your reasoning is you're not looking at my child's junk and, you're, and then you're just not going in texas banning these little kids from 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 drag shows because you feel they're overtly sexual. Can when I say the majority this, of drag shows are not sexual in any way, shape, or form. You go ahead, Anthony. No, I, no, I just, no, no. I, I mean, and I hate that this is a low blow kind of thing, but you know that I hate to say it, but that kid is more likely and is more is in more danger around a fucking priest than they would be around a drag queen. It is. They are. And, and, I mean, and, and the, Catholic, the Church Catholic Church has so much to say about that. You, you know, okay, so this is a little off tangent. Some dude, some pastor, I forget where exactly recently, was c- confessing to his congregation. I've seen that, that one. And the woman you know, was like in her 30s. And when she was 16, yeah. Yeah, she raped came her. on the stage and he raped her. And she came out there and he tried to she bring her on to... Thing and well, he called. She called him out on his because bullshit. He was telling his congreg. He was telling his congregation that he had he had sinned. He had an affair. 
Okay, he no. said that he was had an affair. No, no, and rightfully so. She walked up there and she made it. No, no, he raped her when she was sixteen on the floor of his office. But because he's because the, oh man, you know I've had I that that's a whole other conversation for another time. The hypocrisy of religion, and I don't even want to get into that. But it kind of does tie into what you're saying about this fan base because that's what and I I'm totally in the same boat as you, Daryl. I hate that for these people, there is they can't see the humanity of the situation, and they only see the he can throw a fucking football. Anthony, Anthony, it's if somebody, if somebody who is, how would I describe myself? I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm the most religious person that I know. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I do, yeah. I do believe in God. I do, yeah, follow some Christian principles, but I'm not the mm-hmm. most devout Christian. I, that's the way to say it, right? Yeah. It, it, there was a, a point, it was either in 2020 or early 2021, where I realized that 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 a good bit of people of the of that claim they're of the Christian faith are full of shit. Because <clears throat> when COVID was going around and a million people that we know of passed away from this mm-hmm. fucking from this from this virus that this shit could have been avoided. Everybody mm-hmm. acted selfish, everybody started bitching and moaning and complaining. You didn't want to take the shot. Then exactly. you were coming up with all these conspiracy theories to legitimize you being a piece of shit to other people. You were catching COVID and, and willingly giving it to people. They were spitting in fast food work, workers' faces when they didn't have the food out in time. They were sitting there yelling at Walmart employees the whole fucking time. And I'm just like, I'm 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 baffled by the fucking the 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 hypocrisy of these fucking people. And so when the situation comes with, with up with Deshaun Watson, I'm not shocked. But I'm extremely pissed off because these people keep fucking lying about their devotion to being these Christ-filled people. You're full of shit. How about just, you know, pulling even the Christ thing aside from it, just... Just play, just pretending to be good people in general and exactly. being okay with these. That's the thing. It, 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 even if you pull out all of the religious context from it, just being a good human being seems to not be possible for these people. This, and, and it's funny. It's always weird saying a, a term like these people because that's such a that's such a boogeyman way of talking. But but in a way, you who, let's be very clear who these people are. Daryl, they're they're because I, I don't want to I don't want to bunch a whole bunch of people into one group. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this very hardcore needs to show you how, like you said, how much of a good person they are needs to talk to talk about. They talk the talk. But they don't walk the walk. A lot of you people know, that I know that you're pretended. talking about are some of the most racist people i know yeah yeah it starts and it's like just that. like and i'm like I, I i don't buy it you got you gotta you gotta do better than me your acting job is ass you know mm-hmm. yeah the, the flops ain't getting the calls my guy i'm not i'm not buying it you know it's just i not mean working. it's just it's the cra- it's the craziest thing like again it, I, I, have, I have such a hard time putting it in because there's it's such a mixed bag of people but when you do throw that out they do share that one giant string in common a lot of it is there's a lot of racism there as well and yeah i know people don't like that racism gets brought up but here's the, the thing it's the true. foundation yes. of american culture and tradition is is literally built on it 
it is. Oh, that reminds me of that prayer you tweet that keeps popping up about them being like, oh, a lot of young Americans call everything racist when in reality they're challenging the fabrics of American society. Like you're almost, you almost get it. It's like you it, it, it's it. that uh, it's that account that I love, uh, conservative cell phones. Oh yeah, I like, followed it. Yeah, where it's just like you read these things and you're like, you guys, it's it's like you're just if you had if you had just a little bit of sense. Mm-hmm. Even just a tiny bit of perception to your in your mind, you'd understand mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying, <laughs> and how you've just totally ruined your own argument. That's that's these people, man. So with Deshaun Watson, the other the, they they think the part that I find, aside from the actual things that he did, the most disgusting part is that he's done mm-hmm. all of this stuff and he gets paid two hundred thirty million dollars. It's that, and it's also the fact that did you see the shit he commented? Being a piece of shit. It's that, but did you see the shit where he commented on a uh, on Diddy's Instagram post? He was getting a massage, and the yeah. man had the peeping eyes emoji on the yeah. post. Are you are you that fucking sick in the head and that arrogant? It, it's it, it is pure arrogance because he knows that he because here's the thing daryl what this is what happened when he got in trouble and all of this stuff he got paid 230 million dollars i'm gonna tell you right now that that bullshit about the browns any other reasonable organization any other reasonable league or conglomerate would investigate the fuck out of the browns and the texans yeah, this, this is some shit well, that see, should break down see, a fucking franchise, but the yeah, NFL okay, but is so at, full of shit. One. And so, look at the other one. Look at look at look at the fact that the commanders still get to be around, that they're still around. Exactly. Look at exactly. Dan Snyder's around. That just tells you exactly what you know is gonna what is gonna happen with the Browns and with the Texans. Nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. There is no way that the that the Browns did a fucking a a thorough investigation. And I, I'm reading the comment section of this New York Times article. Thing. And somebody made a good point that the Browns may have done that to say, even if they thoroughly investigated the case, you know, when they said they investigated and they found no wrongdoing, mm-hmm. they can now, because the Texans were found to have made these women sign NDAs, now the Browns can be like, oh, well, see, there was information that was withheld from us. Mm-hmm. And so that if all this shit goes, if this goes to, to, to fuck all and Deshaun Watson actually gets suspended and the NFL does the right thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, is the Browns can say, is "Oh, we need our money stand back." In Ohio, the stand in yeah. Ohio comment, yeah, where I'm reading, I'm like, "It's just like, so, because I, because this is, it's funny that you brought that up because that is actually something that uh, that Dan Patrick brought up with, I think it was Mike Florio, where he was where he was asking Ooh. him about that, and it's just I hadn't really thought about that until just uh, until just now, where it's like, yeah, they're 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 gonna there is a scenario where. Where things get a lot worse for him and the Browns, he might. Yeah. I mean, there is a, there is a scenario where he doesn't ever play for the Browns. That's I just, hope. I, you know what? Also, I, I also, here's the, here's the other thing. Um, you know how I feel about Baker Mayfield, but honestly, exactly. man, exactly. but honestly, man, you know what? I, I hope for the best for that guy right now, because nobody deserves to get pushed to kick to the curb, no matter how I feel about them. For somebody like Deshaun Watson, I'm I'm ever more hoping that that let me let me. I hope he leaves. This. I hope if, he if, I hope he stands. If he Deshaun Watson up. is not able to play football at least for the next year or two, 
it is going to be so hilarious watching this shit fall oh, flat on his fucking face because now you have no Baker Mayfield and you have no backup option at quarterback. What Case Keenum? Here's the scenario that the Browns are looking at. They're looking at Deshaun possibly not playing for an entire year, you know, at minimum, at minimum, mm-hmm. uh, and having to grovel and beg Baker to play for them. If I'm Baker, I don't even leave my fucking house. So, so there's, there's, I initially said that as well, mm-hmm. but if I'm Baker, I need this in a way because you, you because you're going to be gone after this year, no matter what mm-hmm. you're gone. You have to have some kind of stock going out. You have to, because the last thing people are going to think it's think about Bay- Baker Mayfield is the disaster of a season he had. And, mm-hmm. and you know how these teams are, you know how they are. They're going to look yeah. at him playing hardball with the Browns for a year for the for the season if, if they want him to play and he doesn't and that's good they're gonna hold that against him they should they yeah no no but they but, are going to so yeah. the smart the smart business move for baker would be to play and use this this is your interview for the next job essentially oh god bro yeah i can um that that's that's mm. what that's what the scenario is. But see here here's the thing though, it's still not it still doesn't work out for the Browns because what they're still going to be paying. This is the scenario where they're still paying Deshaun Watson and he's sitting down. Yep, the guy that they wanted it still isn't playing for them. What what pisses me off more than anything is the Browns getting away from giving Deshaun that one million dollar contract in the first season. Oh, I know. Yeah, the contract should have been voided. That should that shouldn't that be a shouldn't be allowed. Thing. That shouldn't be allowed in any sport. I, I, I know some people go with the argument, oh, well, that's how sometimes that's how they, you know, they get around, you know, the cap. So they get, they're getting no, around suspension. Shit. Yeah, that, that's my point. Exactly that. It's not around. You're not getting around the cap. You're just trying to make sure that this guy doesn't have a larger chunk of his money taken from or not paid out. That's why I kind of hope they take that. I, I hope they take the extra fucking season from him. Because yeah. this bullshit that the Browns are going to get away with, you know, being able to not essentially not pay him for a year because of some bullshit stipulation that they put in this fucking contract where, where, where he Darryl, only makes one million at some risk, at some fucking risk assessment measure. You shouldn't get that point, fucking luxury. At this point, what is the name of the of the of the lawyer for the for the for the women? I forget his name again. Busby. So him, Mike Flory brought because Mike Flory is a used to be a lawyer or is a lawyer. And mm-hmm. so from the legal aspect, he talked about how good of a strategy it was to not bring up the Texans initially and mm-hmm. wait till after the New York times brought it up mm-hmm. because now it looked, it doesn't look uh, like ambulance chasing mm-hmm. because now it, 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 and it, and it makes the Texans look even worse that, that a journalist had to dig it up mm-hmm. that it's, Right now, if I'm him, I smell blood on the water, and I tell these these women we're playing hardball and we're not settling anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Because right now, as it stands, with a number of them, the accusations and more detail, and the fact that for the most part, public perception has, other than Browns fans, it's shifted mm-hmm. for the most part on him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a lot of friends, a lot of allies right now mm-hmm. beyond the Browns. You know, yeah. 
and his lawyer. If I'm, if I, 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 I'm, if I'm those women, I am playing hardball with him because at this point you have the advantage. Yep. And why, why settle? Why settle when you can get everything? Because guess what? The man just made $230 million in guaranteed money. <sighs> so take as much of it as you want. As there you is can. no way that Fuck a team him. that is worth millions upon hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, it billions. It's the NFL franchise. It's billions. I mean, the Broncos, by the way, just sold for four billion to uh, the Walmart's people, yep. the Waltons, who, yep. of course, to another fucking white person. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to me, there's no way that a team that is so worth the Browns billions are at of least dollars. worth nine hundred ninety-nine million because God knows they should be worth a billion. Exactly. Jeez. Fuck no, they shouldn't. But the fact They're, that a team. An NFL team has less resources than a, a New York Times reporter. Mm-hmm. Has more resources than a New York Times reporter, and was able to somehow magically get less information out of the situation than yeah. a New York Times reporter was able to. That's <sighs> bullshit. That's bullshit. They knew about all of this the whole fucking time. It's ridiculous. And they didn't isn't give it? a fuck. They didn't I give mean, a single fuck. And they don't have to. No, no think it, it, just to just because this is my favorite thing to throw out. You know, mm-hmm. a lot. You know what? No, I'm, I'm not. We'll we'll talk about it later. Um, mm-hmm. But no, actually, no. Look, look, someone like Colin Kaepernick was vilified by the NFL, by its coaches, by oh, by here's all why. of the by 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 uh, the, the 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 that same group of them, those people that we talked about mm-hmm. earlier, those same people vilified him for that. But they're coming to the defense of a fucking sexual assaulter. Hmm. Why? Because he can throw a fucking football really nice. And he's also not challenging uh, the idea of, uh, you know, racism and all the other bullshit that America's built on. I mean, let's talk about it with Colin McCaffrey, because. Even at that time, I wasn't a big Colin Kaepernick fan. I thought he was oh, playing yeah. bad football. He, mm-hmm. oh, in he his last season as a starter, he, he had a 60, uh, 50, 59.2% mm-hmm. completion percentage. Yeah. Uh, in 12 games, he had 2,200 passing yards, 16 to 4 touchdown interception ratio. Oh, no. And, and this has nothing to do with mm-hmm. him on the field. It's more so but just that. It was, that but he reaction. became expendable. Oh, yeah. Of course. No. So he, he was always, that was, uh, that's the unfortunate thing about it with him. Mm hmm. The, the, but the, here's the thing. I, the NFL is not not going to turn a blind eye to the thing that Colin Kaepernick is challenging. No. Because of what it is, what it represents, and what it means about to those fans that we talked about, those uh, those people. Okay, it, that, that's, a, that's a different thing. You know, the idea of f- seemingly disrespecting the troops. Okay, Mm -hmm. the flag, blah, blah, all that other bullshit. When in reality, you know what? If I wanted to if I wanted to burn the flag, I legally could do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Legally, within my constitutional rights, I could burn the American flag if I wanted to. I won't, Mm -hmm. but I could. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for but but that kind of a thing riles up people in, in it gets their nationalism going. It gets that jingoism really fucking feeling running through their veins. And you see what mm-hmm. they do when they get that shit in there. 
they get wild. They start, you know, yeah. showing up to rallies with guns. All right. Or they, they run up in a Capitol and. Yes, you exactly. Know. Exactly. They storm the Capitol and they yeah. try and overthrow the government like a bunch of fucking traitorous treasonous bitches. But that's not what people want. What they're uh, the people who. Um, I who, said ta- who we've been talking about. Yeah, say no, it. I know. We could. We I'm not could. Say but... it. You know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Jack Del Rio? No. Oh. I was talking about uh, one who got oh. um, word M worded in capital because a certain person oh. decided to try to jump over barricade. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> not going to go. <laughs> but, but, but see, but like I said, that that's that fuel that the NFL, the, the NFL is, they look at this side and they see we can turn, I hate to say this, we can survive something like sexual assault. We can turn a blind eye to that because that's something that can't, will go away. Because it, it's not something that stokes the flames in the way that it should stoke the flames. With, with, I, with a large majority of football fans, unfortunately, because like we said earlier, when it comes down to it, they easily forget about all these things because the football starts. The NFL literally always plays this game every offseason, Daryl. They have to mm-hmm. just make it from the draft to the beginning of the season and everything gets forgotten about. And it mm-hmm. happens every year, no matter what the story is. You know, <clears throat> the minute the minute the first snap happens that first Thursday, who the not even that. The, the minute that first snap happens for the preseason, everybody stops giving a shit about all the important stuff that we probably been talking about all summer because mm-hmm. oh what's tom brady gonna do this season you know that's it's ridiculous what i, I have two at. comments on this I, and i want to end it off with the second one but the first yeah. one i always point back to michael michael vick i am not and we talked about this i think in the last uh, a couple episodes ago i am not coming on here and i'm not justifying what michael vick did but i remember specifically that they took Michael Vick and ran that man's name through the fucking mud. And this man spent a year and a half in prison over the shit that he did. He paid his, or two, he paid his fucking dues to society, as y'all yes. fucking call it. Yes, he did. And and when he came back, y'all were mad at the fucking Eagles for giving that man a fucking chance when he redeemed, clearly redeemed himself from all of the shit he had done prior to that. Y'all aren't giving the same energy to Deshaun Watson who harmed people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and y'all are just y'all are just y'all are just absolving the Browns and the fucking Texans and all of this, and I'm I'm trying to figure out how the fuck they're escaping blame for this shit. But and, and it's how, not just them though. It, it's 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 him. It's Greg Hardy. It's uh, well, I mean, I don't want to throw Ray Rice out there because that was that's a weird. I mean, that's I don't know what that is anymore. Um, but but it's it's you're forgiving a lot of this behavior that you see happening not just with let's it, take it, it back it may not be let's it may take not it be back. to the extent you know jim brown threw a woman off of a balcony but every time the nfl gets the chance they put him up on a fucking pedestal mm-hmm. like we can't look that up and find out that that fucking happened and if they and if they and if you continue my dad always says this if you continue to tell a lie so many times eventually it becomes the truth. Yeah. 
And we and the NFL has helped to create this narrative around people like Jim Brown, especially Jim Brown. And he's this great community man. And he's done so much for his community, just ignoring all of the bad shit that he's done. And it doesn't get brought up 99 percent of the time because of what the NFL has done to help clean up his image over the last few years. I mean, there's one, one more, thing they do is that PR machine. Oh, yeah. And there's it, one it more comment that I wanted to leave off with um, yes. that I just wanted to give my final word on this mm-hmm. situation. It's in that same comment section of the New York Times article. And it says, quote, does anyone out there have any explanation for what possible reason the Cleveland Browns would sign this guy to such an absurdly expensive contract? Even if you don't think what he did was illegal, he is at best deeply disturbed and troubled. Clearly, he wasn't focused solely on football. Clearly, he was incredibly reckless. And I'd have to think at some point, Browns fans and teammates would be alienated by his behavior. So, again, I just don't understand why the Browns would take such a massive gamble on such a risky player. And that is my thing with this with this whole, well, this whole thought of that the Browns were doing this because at the end of the day, it's football and morals don't matter. At some point, you as a franchise, you have to, if the, the risk assessment was them paying the $1 million dollars paying him the $1 million at the, you know, the beginning of his contract. The true risk assessment as a franchise is looking at a guy like Deshaun Watson, who at the time we knew about the 22 cases at the time he was signed or that he was traded to the Browns and then they signed him to that contract. At some point, risk assessment has to be, do we want to take our chances with a guy who now has a reputation for, for, for being at the least, at, like they said, at best, a fucking creep? Somebody who was obviously reckless and has no fucking self-control whatsoever. Do we want him as the leader of our team? And does do we think that he's truly the adult that we're going to call him when we bring him in for this, this press conference to shit on the quarterback that was there before him? Is it really worth giving him that fucking money? Is it worth ruining the reputation of our already marred fucking franchise by bringing in this piece of shit? And the Browns didn't do any of that. And now there is a possibility that that shit could come back and slap them in the fucking face. And I'm happy about it because there's some fucking idiots. Now, you know, yet again, there's there's only one thing that bothers me about that, about the Browns and the Deshaun stuff is I'm torn in this weird spot where I'm like, I don't fucking want him to get paid, but I also don't want them to get that money back somehow. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is there just a way that that like somebody can come in and just hold up that money and be like, no, neither. None of you get it. You, you both are pieces. You're all pieces of shit. Nobody gets this money. I, I know that there's not. There's no way that that's going to happen, but I wish it would. Also, one more thing. Okay. I know I said I was done with it. I'll go ahead. As a sports, you need a sports massage, right? Mm-hmm. There are yep. women and men who do massages. I'm going to assume that Deshaun Watson is straight, right? Okay. So if you're going in for a massage for just a, you know, for sports reasons, right? It doesn't matter who's giving that massage because there's nothing sexual involved in the massage. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if a man or woman does it, but there have been 66 women. There were no men who he went to a massage for. And if he's not comfortable with that, then fine. That's the reason. But 66 different women. And now there is at least 22 or 24 of them or 25 and one that's not suing. And there probably a multitude more. And the, and the one who, and the one who dropped. Yeah. Okay. So all of them are saying that there was something sexual involved in these massages. Never a man involved in any of those massages. And most of this stuff was just regular physical therapy shit. 
And he has the audacity to say that he's just trying to support black businesses in some of those he's texts. So full of fucking shit. That is the worst part. Like he's trying to help women and black and 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 his his his, his he's just that he's even trying to help that he's using the guise of trying to help his fellow man at all. Like he <sighs> he has access to all of the the top level physical fucking therapists yes. in the nation, and this man was Instagram. hitting up. Random women on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Some of them weren't even fucking licensed. Yeah. By the way, mm-hmm. and and we're excusing the fact that this because well he was just he was more comfortable with women and oh he wanted to support black women's businesses. He, no, he was, you know what I don't understand. Oh, I don't understand how somebody can hear that. Who someone who has common sense can hear that and not understand how just off it sounds for him to be doing for him to be seeking out these massage therapists the way he was seeking them out where he was the the way he would reach out to them it's just it how can some you know what i ask myself that a lot every day actually you know what i shouldn't even i I don't know why i ask that Uh, i don't understand how people can do a majority of the things that they do so Let's talk about something else, Daryl. Because I, yeah, this, um, this is he- it's funny. I said let's not start with this because it could be heavy. We start. I mean, with but this. eventually we had to address. You know the- what? Let's just keep up with this with this shitty stuff. Uh, I- and I'll sum up this next story. Uh, Jack Del Real should, in fact, be fired, um, <laughs> because I don't like him anymore uh, at all. I think uh, mm. I-, I think that this mm. whole. That whole, I told you, Daryl, that I wish mm-hmm. the sinkhole would just open up there and take all of their facilities and just take the whole thing away. Just just a black hole opens up and just sucks Dan Snyder and everyone associated with him in. Because it's, the Commanders are by far, by far the worst franchise in sports. And I'm not talking about just by the product. Right but, well, you yeah. got the Browns and the Texans who are who are pulling up right behind them. But at this point, there is only one leader in the house, Daryl. It's yeah. the commanders. These guys have like a 30-lap head start on everybody else for how shitty they are. Because they're led by the head honcho of all shitty. This is what we do every fucking week. You know that, right? Yep. Every fucking week, at some point, we talk about Dan Snyder. I will have none of it anymore. Da- Look, Jack Del Rio. We said it was a dust up. Much, it was a dust up. You know what? That's what it was. It was nothing to see here. Let's just move on. Look, the point is, is like you can't, you can't. It, it wasn't. That's all. It wasn't. It was a very big deal. It's. It was a. It. It. it <laughs> I, just, I have no, no comments other than the fact that Jack Del Rio is a fucking racist piece of shit. And the We're fact that he that. is allowed to be the defensive coordinator of mm-hmm. a team that is in a league that is mostly black yeah. and Ron Rivera is sitting there and allowing him and uh, it was allowing him to say this shit on Twitter for months. Yeah. And then only say something when everybody finally caught him in the act and had a problem with it goes to show you the moral fabric of Ron Rivera and how much of a piece of shit that he is, because I am of the proponent that you, you may not say racist things and you may, you, you yourself may not be racist, but when you choose to uphold people that do racist shit and uphold racist institutions, 
then you're just as much a part of the problem as the people who are outwardly outwardly being racist. And I have no fucking sympathy for you if you're enabling that shit and all the all of the criticism that Ron Rivera gets. Ron Rivera cannot sit up here and claim that he is somebody who is this upstanding individual who holds all his players accountable when you're not holding your defensive coordinator accountable until he gets caught doing some shit when he was doing it the whole time. And I know you and everybody else. And that fucking organization mm-hmm. could fucking see it. You knew what type of fucking person it was and the shit that he was saying. Because I'm pretty sure you two are pretty fucking tight knit if he's your fucking defensive coordinator. Yeah. You don't hate the people who you were hired to help assist you with building a fucking team and getting yeah. that fucking roster ready every every single fucking week and every single summer and every single year to make a push for the fucking playoffs every fucking year. Mm-hmm. So I don't mean- feed me this bullshit that now all of a sudden he's holding them accountable. This was this was him saving face. This was Washington saving face. And the whole like for me, right? <laughs> I'm having a hard time talking about this, just because there's a, I, I'm tiptoeing. You know, I, I'm just not going to say. A, I have a lot of things to say about these specific topics and the things tied to this topic. So I think you summed it up perfectly. Del Rio's got Del Rio needs to be held accountable for his action for for the things he said, not his actions, the things he said. Which, and look, I've seen know, the reports about Chase Young and Jonathan Allen saying that they don't, you know, they like Del Rio as a coach. And that, that's fine. That's yeah, all fine and dandy. So what? But, but at the end of the day, he should not be allowed to sit there and call an act of domestic, domestic terrorism. Because that's what it was. Yeah. A fucking dust up. Meanwhile... Going off about the, the 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 riots that took place during the summer of 2020, yeah, when the whole George Floyd situation took place, Floyd situation that that tragedy took place, and be like, oh well, all of these people are fucking are, are, are animals and whatever the fuck you said, and then call that a dust up. Yeah, fuck, I hope they drag him to the goddamn streets. That's what I want to say. Okay, I've been wanting. There's a lot of people that should be tied up and dragged through the fucking streets, Daryl. Okay, I'm sick of the bullshit. That's all I can it's, say. It's this very annoying. Oh, I know. I have. I feel like I have these. These. Uh, I'm gonna have a heart attack because every one of these days, just hopping on Twitter and seeing some of the bullshit that happens. So that's how come I've been lowering my Twitter intake. Yeah. Speaking of more uh, shitty things, apparently Henry Ruggs is. Uh, his lawyers are trying to get out his blood alcohol content. Uh, level thrown out. Um, I don't see how in what world that can even be justified when that is the most in, uh, you know what let's move on uh, let's yeah. talk about the finals jason tatum oh. has not shown up no he is not um and, uh, and, and steph curry win or lose should be the mvp of the finals i'm gonna because tell you right crap, now man draymond I, I i'm gonna get to jason tatum in a minute but J- jason tatum's been bad but i think draymond has been remarkably worse um, you made a point the other night about Jalen Brown going at Draymond's, um, going at Draymond's chest, and just blowing by him at this point. And- but 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 not, but not just that. There's a very mm-hmm. important thing that happens right setting that up. Mm-hmm. It's it's you have they're setting up the pick for for Jalen Brown, all right, mm-hmm. and the switch is going to happen. He he he's going to end up with Steph covering him, mm-hmm. but he waves the pick off. He wave he he waves it off because. He realizes, oh, Draymond's on me. This is not a problem. I can handle this. I'm not afraid of him. I'm not worried about him stopping me from getting to the hoop because I know 
that he is not the Draymond of five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Right now, the Celtics are not, you know, say what you will about the way they played the other night. Because they played like ass. They really did. Jason Tatum played like ass. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I know. Mm-hmm. But they are not afraid of Draymond Green. Draymond Green is no. not the reason that they lost that game. The Celtics okay. were up 90 to 86 when they took Draymond out with seven minutes and 32 seconds. Mm-hmm. He put it. He put back in Kevon Looney and Andrew Wiggins for Draymond yep. Green and Amaja, uh Jalicia. That's how you say mm-hmm. his name. Uh, Marcus Smart hit a free throw. Um, that pushed the lead to ninety-one to eighty-six, and ever since that point, the Warriors outscored Boston eleven to three. Yep. Um, and won the game. And I Draymond was not on the court, and Draymond wasn't on the court. And if Draymond is going to continue to play like he is it's it's tough to say because Draymond has been the glue that has made the Warriors go for the last mm. decade but if 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 it's to a point to where he's unplayable late and he doesn't need to be on the court and I, I get where he's coming from in the sense that he is a very competitive player almost to the point to where he's a jackass sometimes but besides that he's a very competitive player and I like that fire that Draymond plays with at times but Steve Kerr was a genius for pulling him out of that game, and if that's what it's going to take for them to win this series, then Draymond needs to have his minutes limited. Because if he's not hitting shots because of the injuries that he suffered... He also has to have a come-to-Jesus with with himself about the fact that right now, whatever reason he wants to believe or whatever it actually is, or Mm -hmm. maybe he's just not who he was anymore, and not every player gets to hold on to their skills like LeBron James does. Okay, you know, he needs to have that that moment with himself. It's a moment that a lot of players don't have, as you see with Russell Westbrook and a bunch of other guys. But it's like Mm -hmm. you have he has to realize that the way he's playing this, the way he is right now is not conducive to helping that team win. Mm -hmm. It's just not it's it's not because he is a liability Mm -hmm. on the court right now. Because all the things he's supposed to be doing, egging them on, getting them to foul, they're not doing. They're not buying into their shit. Exactly. They got Marcus Smart on their fucking team. They know better. So, exactly. The one thing that you do have, (laughs) the one thing you're supposed to have, you can't do. You can't even do that right now. I mean, Hmm. it, it, it makes all the sense in the world to limit his minutes. Yep. It's it's a I, weird situation, and and you don't know what you're gonna get with Clay these games. So no, you, you never know. I no, mean, look at look at with game two. I thought that was I thought that was a really good opportunity for the Warriors to really take control of the series. If or game two, uh, game three is is what mm. I meant because he had a pretty good game then, and you don't know how many of those you're gonna get from him right now. Yeah. But with Draymond. I can't I can't expect him. I'm not expecting him to get more than 10, 12, 13 points a game. Maybe. But he's not even giving you five. No, he's not. He's not. He's 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 fouling more than he's scoring. Okay. <laughs> this man had a game where you had more fouls than you had assistant points combined. Oh no, no, and rebounds. No, he had more rebounds than he okay, had. Did he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Okay. So he had like just, seven so rebounds in that game okay. or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's that's ridiculous. Like, 
you can't at one point in the series, he had 15 rebounds or he had 15 points and I think 15 fouls, mm-hmm. 15 fouls. Was it 15? Something like that. I, yeah. so I did just, I just read somewhere where they had his full stat line for the finals up and I just left off of it. So the point is something else, but the point is he's, he's been a liability this series. Yeah. Uh, who hasn't Steph Curry, bro. I'm telling you right now, what's scary for the Celtics is that if he's doing this and clay has been off shooting 30, he's shooting 35% from the series uh, from the field. I even talking from the three point line. I think he's shooting like 32%. He's shooting 34% from deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, if clay gets going and Jordan oh, Poole can it. stop being stupid half the time, um, that's a dangerous team. And I think a big thing that people aren't talking about that that has helped the Warriors here is at the end of that game on Friday, Robert Williams was unplayable because his knee is so fucked up. And when he comes off the court, the Celtics defense suffers immensely because now you're asking Grant Williams to step up in that role. And it's just the thing of the Warriors just aren't, hitting like even Andrew Wiggins who I think has been very good in this finals defensively mm-hmm. offensively he hasn't been hitting his shots that well Draymond hasn't been hitting his shots and oh, it's not that they the Warriors haven't the Warriors haven't been you know hot this finals mm-hmm. like then when I say that I mean the team around Steph because mm-hmm. Steph is the only guy who night after night after night has just given you everything mm-hmm. Like that dude, the, the the game that he's playing right now is ridiculous, Daryl. It really is. Like that's, when you that's think about scary what he's thing. doing, I know. All the, the the worst thing that can happen for for the Celtics is that Clay does find his rhythm. Yep. Uh, can you imagine if tomorrow night? I mean, oof. But you know what? I think no matter what, it is going to go seven. You know. Well, but that's going to be I according to so I have to stick to yeah, it. That's going to be according to the next person that we're going to bring up, Mr. Uh, Jason Tatum. I know. I know. Uh, look, what if I know he he's passing hot, the Darryl, ball. I got to ask you that. What if he gets well, hot? then the Warriors are in trouble if Clay doesn't get going. So, OK, so let's um, um, before we even start talking about the deficiencies of his game, mm-hmm. this whole series, because <laughs> it's been rough other than what game two. Right, I think game two Which, is and that wasn't even anything like it was better, or, but it wasn't. It was, or was it, was a, a, or was it game three that he finally? No, no, he hasn't been really. You know, he just hasn't. Game been three great. was decent for him. He it was good. He had twenty eight. He shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, the problem is, is Jalen Brown. If the if the Celtics win this finals, is going to be the finals MVP. Yep. I don't think that's an argument. I don't think it should even be a discussion. No, it's not because that dude has been consistent every single game that they've needed him to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tatum, the problem is, feels like even you know, even though he had twenty eight, it was it felt like a quiet twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not the kind of. It doesn't. He doesn't. It doesn't. It, he's not taking over games. He's not. He's not will. He's not the one willing the team to the to the to the victory. It's a weird thing, um, but I. But before we really get into that, I, I do. I did want to ask. Let's assume that both that both Jason Tatum and Clay Thompson somehow get hot in this next game. Who wins? Mm-hmm. I'm taking my chances with the Warriors, and really? why? Steph Curry. 
That's because if Clay is going off, it's a it's a difference with with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. When the two of them go off, it's like the both of them have to work for the buckets. If yeah, Clay is did. hitting his fucking threes and Steph is doing all that off ball movement, uh-huh. eventually you're gonna have to focus an extra body on Clay. Here's the best part of it, Daryl, about what the Warriors do is is you have to pick your poison at that point. Exactly. Who do I want killing me from the line, from the three point line? Because one of them is gonna do it. And mm-hmm. you know what? And when that happens, somebody else is going to get it. That's the thing. When those two are hot, everybody else all of a sudden is freed up. Yep. To do so many more. And that's, that's really, that's, let's be honest. That's probably, that, that is what's been holding this or what's uh, really been hurting this Warriors offense is the fact that Clay just isn't Clay yet. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he still has those little bad habits that he's developed, you know, since he's come back. Mm hmm. You know that dribble, pull up three, and and just yeah, yeah. That shit I know you love it. I know you love to, it. The boy need to bury that. Yeah, and like, mm. <laughs> and it's like with Boston. I'm like, it's funny because I look at Boston. And I'm like, I think y'all are the more the more athletic of the two teams. Like, I think I think you are like, yeah. I, I think you guys are better defensively. You should be better defensively, but I I don't know. And I picked them to win it in seven. Don't get me wrong. I'm still sticking with that. I have to, but I don't know. Maybe it's just that we're, maybe it's that shit where it's like recency bias, right? I, the last thing I saw was them shit the bed and the Warriors not because who knows what, let's assume that, I mean, if the Celtics win this next one, what are we going to be saying after that? You know? Well, it's, I think it's going to be a lot of the same things that we've been saying the whole time where the Warriors need to step up and help Steph Curry. That's Mm -hmm. been the problem. And even in game, even in game four, Steph literally had to he had to put up 42 for them to win by by 10. Like that's not feasible basketball in my opinion. No. That's, and that's why I'm saying either Clay or Wiggins or somebody or Draymond has to get his fucking shit together. I don't know what it I don't know I what mean, it has it, to be. Look, he has to not score five points. At least, you know. Either way, it is nice knowing that it really does feel like it could be a toss-up either way, going oh, all the way to the end. That I like these are the kind of finals I like where I don't mm-hmm. have to worry. I don't go in thinking, oh, well, this team's clearly better and going to win. Mm-hmm. Like the East look, the East is in good shape going forward. It seems like I just compared for me, to what they were a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum is shooting sub 40% in three of the four games they've played so far in the finals. <sighs> the Celtics, I don't think they can win this series. If, if Jason Tatum keeps this pace up, where he's going to be good one out of every four games. Well, the, no, at, you at need the, him to be good every game. Exactly. If at the end of the day, guy. the passing has been great. The defense has been good. I'm not going to take that away from him. Mm-hmm. But Jason Tatum is your best scorer. Jalen Brown is great. Yet again, I'm not taking anything away from him. But Jalen Brown should not be leading this team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry. That's just and Draymond Green. His play has maintained the level of play that he had in the regular season. Um, if you look, he shot for uh, 47% from the field and 35% from the three point line in the postseason. He's shooting 47% from the field, 37% from the three point line. So he's held steady with the playoffs mm-hmm. for Jason Tatum shot 45% from the field and 35% from the three point line, 85% from the free throw line. 
His three point percentage is going up thirty eight percent. Um, because in that Miami series, he couldn't hit, he couldn't miss a fucking three. Um, but his free throw percentage is going down, and his field goal percentage is going down to forty two point six percent, which means that he's taking a bunch of dumbass mid range shots that aren't going in, and it's costing his team possessions. A bunch of stupid ass contested mid range shots that I see him take a lot of times because, and I know I'm I'm even tired of hearing about it, but but Jason Tatum has a obsession with trying to be the next Kobe in the way that he plays basketball. I'm yeah. not going to talk about all the off the court stuff because at the end of the day, I don't know the relationship they had and I don't, I'm not here to judge. Yeah. 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 yeah um, no, absolutely. But here, here to that, you can try all you want, but if that's just not the way that you're, that you're meant to be that, that, that if that's not the, the style that's going to take advantage of what you do best, then you're never going to be great. Jason Tatum is 6'10". I don't yeah. think that's 6'8". That's bullshit. Jason Tatum is 6'10". Mm-hmm. I mean... Play like you're fucking 6'10", and stop going into the post, barely engaging, and then trying to pop a fucking uh, a contested fadeaway over Andrew Wiggins, who has the link to defend you like that. Here's Go thing. at his look, chest and force foul calls. What, what, look, why over, are you? look over, look over at, at your, your buddies in the mm. East, Milwaukee. Look at how Giannis mm. plays. Look at how Giannis physically uses his body. Giannis knows that he Giannis knows his body. He knows what he that he can outpower. He knows that he's not a small motherfucker. Okay? He uses it. He's aggressive. Jason Tatum needs to be aggressive like that. Jason Tatum plays like he's still trying to figure out cuz I know he recently had a growth spurt like right before he got to do. It. Jason mm-hmm. Tatum is still playing as if he's trying to find out how like, it is to play like a big yeah, man. He's trying to find his like his his strength and trying to realize what he can do at a consistent basis. Cause he does it. Whenever Jason Tatum goes to the back basket, he's damn near unstoppable. There's mm-hmm. there are very few players, players in the league that can stop Jason Tatum, which would open up his three point game mm-hmm. because people are going to be hesitant to step up on him. knowing but it is see, quick enough to is... drive past them and big enough to finish against even your biggest defender on the court. But Jason Tatum uh, is so interested in being uh, Mr. Hezzy tween, you know, I got a bag, hooper that is getting in the way of efficiency and is costing his team games you mean he's trying to be james Harden? he's trying to be kobe i'm joking by the way but you know what i mean when it comes to the idea of you're you're more in love with the persona than the actual you know Mm. uh but real quick that old man uh, on on my front lawn for a second that's my problem with the nba daryl all these teams don't realize that if you do, if you fucking take it to the hoop and you fucking commit to a good mid-range game, it fucking opens up everything on the outside. But I, what pisses me off about it Jason just, Tatum oh, is that Jalen Brown is actively doing that and he's not following that formula. Yep. Yep. And that's when they play the best is when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are taking turns, turns going at mm-hmm. the other team's defense. Getting either getting to the mid range and taking a logical mid range shot, or going to the basket and forcing the other team to either foul or let you have the basket, mm-hmm. and forcing the defense into the tendencies that you want them to start playing with to get into your offense and get the mm-hmm. other guys get the other guys working and, and get them get them hot and get them playing to the best of their ability. Your Al Horford, your Peyton Pritchard, your Derek Whites, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. your Marcus Smarts, and they're not doing that right now. 
And, well, and, I mean, look, look, if you're Jason and they didn't Tatum, do that in and, game, they didn't do that in the, in the game five. That's what I meant. To I say. mean, you know, you're right. And if you're, if you're, if you are using that twin attack of they're both taking turns, hitting you and taking the ball uh, to the hoop. Well, eventually that just makes the kick out so much easier. Yep. It makes it. And that, that, that's just common sense. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like if you're, if you develop that mid range game and you're taking high percentage shots, chances are you're going to get into a better rhythm because you're making all these shots. You yep. know how it is with volume shooters. If you make it once they once they get going, they get going. It's just oh, there's a lot of things in the NBA that I love. And there's a lot of things that drive me crazy. What also, Jason Tatum. Okay. I, I was just going to no, say let's, lastly. Let's do one last one. Yeah. Um, Jason Tatum is one of the smoothest games I think I've ever watched in my in my life, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. take it away from him. With that comes one of the smoothest jumpers, and he's shooting a decent percentage from the three point line the series um why not be the kick out option instead of grant williams set up in the fucking corner if your mm-hmm. mid-range isn't fucking falling yeah get a couple of catch and shoot fucking threes yeah and i, I, mean, I know sometimes he has to be the primary ball handler but mm-hmm. jalen brown is doing it with deficiency eventually they're going to start bringing they're going to start bringing that that big man up out of the paint or off of you and maybe you just get lost in the corner after a while mm-hmm. You start hitting yeah. some shots, you get hot. Now you're getting hot from mid-range because you're fucking feeling it and nobody can tell you anything. Mm-hmm. Then you can start taking those little dumbass shots to start going in. There you go. See? There you go, Daryl. It's it. But you know what? He's trying He'll too hard to force out. a rhythm, I yes. think, right now. As opposed to just letting it come to him. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what? Yeah. Which, I at this point, can't... it's a three-game series. I, yeah, no, I can't wait. I cannot wait for the next game. I can't. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Uh, I I don't know how much. I mean, I, the only thing I had left really was just to laugh at some at, at the shoddiness of the live tour. Uh, um, I guess shoddy. we can talk about one more NBA thing. Um, Zion did say oh, uh, somebody yeah. interviewed Zion. Zion said he wanted to stay in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he loved New Orleans um, and that he was ready to sign the contract extension. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, I hope he does. I really you know. do. No, I, I mean, for, for the genuine sake of the NBA, it would be great if he did. I also think him, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, and just the, the pieces that they built, Herb Jones, That's Jackson a, Hayes, Jonas really Valanciunas, I think they can be a serious contender next year mm-hmm. with Zion healthy because I think he's that fucking good. Well, because because with those three guys, you have three kinds of three different kinds of players who can who can do who can all do different things and attack you in different ways. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I know like CJ was such a great grab for them. Like in, in the long run, by the way, speaking of CJ. You got to talk about the way he absolutely destroyed <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Fucking bozo, man. Stephen just, A. Smith. Bro. That was something else when it's just like the dude had nothing to say. Like he could not like he. Yeah, no. Oh, CJ never, won't be on the show for a while. Back on, yeah. No, no never again. Absolutely not. It's funny. Like, like we we're saying he can't get rid of JJ because I think the network likes him. Mm. I think the network really likes him based on how they have him calling games, too. Uh, I don't think ESPN wants to lose JJ Reddick, no matter how much Stephen A. probably no. wants to. <laughs> because, but um, uh, they challenge them. They, I like that. I like that they do challenge his idiocy. Hmm. It's like well, fuck I it. think that's why they they brought JJ because they know JJ is no nonsense in in, in a way. And no, I think really it was isn't. boring having 
Mad Dog Deer, who is that piece of shit, because he just he just yells all the fucking time. Well, he yells all the and time, and, I, and half the time I forget, I don't even know what he's yelling about anymore. By the time exactly. he finishes, and it creates no insightful dialogue or any like even on social media when Mad Dog took over. I remember the only thing people would talk about with first take is how annoying he was and how they were going to stop watching. And so when JJ Reddit came along, people, you know, all these people on social media saying that he's a breath of fresh air, and those those you know clips are going more viral with him there. ESPN sees that and is like, hey, he's bringing he's bringing us money. He's doing what Mad Dog couldn't. He's valuable to us. God, I mean, he's doing what what Kellerman couldn't fucking do. Kellerman didn't know what the fuck he was talking about half the fucking time, especially when it came to basketball. Mm -hmm. The dude's a fucking commentator, boxing commentator. Yeah, I mean, you know what his specialty is. Like it, mm-hmm. that that's kind of what like what his main thing is. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, look, all I know is that I would love to see um I would love to see Zion stay in New Orleans. Let's mm-hmm. get back to that. I really would because I really want that franchise yep. to work out. Zion really said a quote uh that he wasn't paying too much attention to the ongoing NBA finals and instead focusing on his workouts with his teammates who were in town. So that's a positive there. Uh, Pels in the first round. That's all I really needed to see to be excited to get back out there. Um, referencing the Pelicans' first round series against the Phoenix after winning two playing games, it was exciting to see young players like Jose Alvarado, Trey Murphy, the third, Herb Jones, and Jackson Hayes just blossoming into players I knew they could be. And, um, that was a they repeated that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, players I knew they could be and players they knew they could be. Then watching Brandon Ingram, the name speaks for itself. Then CJ being added, it was something to watch. The fans made it so much better. Mm. Um, so right. he definitely, um, he, I think he definitely wants to be there. I think a lot of that was because he wasn't speaking to the media and leaving way too yeah. much up to interpretation. That was the problem. Is like, for him. Yes, I think that, see, that's, that's, that's when you don't engage or inform, people are going to mm. talk. People are going to come up with their own conclusions. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of a sudden I find myself without time. Uh, Cause I just got a text. I'm going to have to run in a sec, but mm-hmm. real quick before we do D- Daryl, mm-hmm. what did you think of the live tours? Uh, Fuck Phil Mickelson. Presentation. First of all, presentation. I, I like want to talk said, about the presentation first because you're right. Fuck Phil. I wish they would all just say that they want the goddamn money because exactly. I would at least respect that a little bit more. And mm-hmm. do not fucking tell me, Dustin Johnson, about how broke. that you're that you, you and your, this motherfucker made seventy five million dollars, and then his wife Anthony, and his wife, Bresky, I know, is the son, know. is the daughter of Wayne Bresky. That fucker is never going broke, and that, and that's why I said, like, God <laughs> forbid, fuck, you know, nobody wants it to happen. But when Gretzky dies, where do you think all that money's going? It's going to Paulina exactly. and whatever children, whatever whatever other children they have. No, it, it, it's Paulina and Dustin Johnson. So that motherfucker, fuck, I, I just, I could not, I. Oh, it pissed me off. I'm like, do not be saying that right now when every one of us is struggling and your ass is just going out there and hitting a golf ball, you dumb motherfucker. The dude God, made enjoy your fucking blood money. Million dollars. And also, you know what? Off. And you know just what? off hope, of winnings. I hope all that money was worth selling out morally so that you could help uh you that since you could help the Saudis sports wash themselves and make them appealing to the rest of the world even though bro, did you see the it. way the field looked 
<laughs> oh, I told you, like, can you imagine the kind of nerve it has to say Holy to call shit, them murderers man. and all these and scary motherfuckers and then be chumming it up with them and over there city, because they paid you a lot of money? Yes. Did you see, though, that that he had the so, you know, that during one of those press things, um, the guy mm-hmm. who wrote the book and had and interviewed him when he said all that dumb shit was there uh, over the weekend and they had him escorted out. Um. He was on Dan Patrick the next day telling him. I'm surprised he didn't get his head chopped off. So he was, I know, right? He was, Mm. so he was like, he was talking about it and he's like, it was an absolute joke. He's like, the whole thing was just. Bro, did you see the draft that they had? Yeah. Just the whole, and then let's not, let's talk about the, the, the game, the, 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 the match day presentation. Uh-huh. That fucking that damn FIFA fucking twenty two ass fucking scoreboard. What the fuck was that? What was any? Of the, what was the presentation? Why is there a NASCAR fucking leaderboard on the side of my fucking screen? Did you not? While see, I'm trying to watch Darryl, both. Did you not see all those like shitty paint like like the team logos? Those logos that look the like fucking team what? names. Ah. Uh-huh. It's all fucking. It's terrible. I don't. I don't bad. like it. And hey, you know but, what I said. You know what? I don't like the idea of this league, but I'm gonna give it a chance and fucking watch it. Maybe, maybe I'll be impressed by the the play. Or it's just it's fucking golf with a bunch of motherfuckers that were. I nah, bro. I can't get into it. You know. I can't get into. Like, it. I'm not against. I'm not against the idea of a world tour. I think that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I'm just not about this. I'm. I, I, do I think the PGA should probably pay people more? Yeah, probably. They should not. They should. They should allow players to come in out of college because you know what? To me, that just fucking helps your sport mm-hmm. by bringing in a, a much younger gr- group. And also, you're. That's the Saudis are going to go after those guys. What are you going to want to do? Think... Are you going to want an opportunity to play for the PGA or are you going to want to make $6 million, $7 million right out of the bank, you know, right out of college? I don't it's think that they, I me. think that the, the PGA definitely probably should increase the, the revenue split. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. the I think I looked it up. The 118th best player in the PGA on a yearly basis makes a million dollars. Oh, yeah. No, they still make. So it's like. They're not. For, that, they're not wanting. Absolutely not. I, and I understand. Like you're gonna chase a bag of this presented to you. I'm not. I'm not hating on the idea of that. I just hate the idea of trying to victimize yourself and all. Don't, of this. And also, just don't treat us like we're fucking stupid, stupid. and give exactly. us all these other reasons. When look, oh, there's only one person who oh. I know for sure. Mm-hmm. It isn't about the money with, and that's Greg, Greg Norman. Norman. But that's because he has been trying to start that a, a league. For 30 years. And look, and the P- like and, I said, and you know what? And I get him being angry because the PGA did mm-hmm. take a lot of his ideas and they did steal mm-hmm. them from him. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Mm-hmm. So he's probably the only person that I can say out there who it's not a legitimate gripe. And also Phil Mickelson. Am I supposed to feel sorry for the fact that you have your a gambling problem that you brought on yourself? Fuck oh, you, man. I would if I had the opportunity, I would hit him in the fucking face with a golf club. He just won the PGA last year. How much money did he make off of that alone? Like a lot. I I don't I can't. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know more than I'm going to make in the next decade. 
exactly so okay. for me it's just like i don't the sympathy that you want me to have for you this claiming- is my whole problem when it comes to <laughs> athletes and owners and and just all of them like i'm firmly on the side of players but it's still hard to always feel sympathetic for people who are fighting over millions of dollars. Well, well, well I, I don't want to have to play golf for my whole life. And like, motherfucker, and, I would love to play golf my whole life. <laughs> oh, I don't want to have to feel like I'm forced to play golf my whole life. Cause I don't have enough money to support me and my family. Are you fucking serious? 70. I don't know. I, I, I could say a winnings. Lot of, I could say a lot of mean things about his family. Fucking DJ, not. bro. God, I'm not. I mean, it's just, I think we're going to end it on there. Shit. <laughs> God damn. I hope, look, I, I don't know what happens with this live tour thing moving forward, but it's going to be interesting to see who jumps because it's clear that Ricky Fowler is going to be one of the next guys moving over there. And you know mm-hmm. what? He hasn't been great in a while, but he's popular. See, for the player like that, I don't have an issue with it because it's like I. you've been asked the last couple of oh, years. It's fine. Oh, well, look, it just don't, but also just don't sell me on the fact that you're doing it for some great moral reason because it, and that's not money. Look, that's the only thing I ask of you. Mm-hmm. Tell me that you want the blood money, and I'm fine with it. I think okay? the thing that's going to keep a lot of those guys from over there is the fact that Tiger didn't leave. Well, ti- and uh, Tiger won't leave because Tiger doesn't mm-hmm. need to leave. Rory, Rory, uh, bless the guy. You know he's he's taking a pretty strong stance morally, mm-hmm. like with what he's been saying. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know who Brandel Chambly is, mm-hmm. golf analyst. Uh, mm-hmm. If you get a chance, you should listen to what he had to say on on Dan Patrick because the guy is. Uh, not it, it's it's more so than just the golf. He's very tuned in when it comes to like the geopolitical ramifications of these kinds of things, mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of people who are throwing out that argument. Well, the U.S. does business. Was like, well, yeah, but we're talking on a on a a, a global level of things where it's a lot more different. Yeah, you know, these are individual golfers who are trying to help a country sports wash themselves so that they look a lot better for a lot of the human rights violations that they've done that they've committed and that's the thing that that's the thing they have committed a lot of just straight up human rights awful crimes crimes okay so if you're gonna take their money fine but don't fucking sell me on you're doing this greater thing than 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 what you really are or or that you fucking need this money because you you can't afford the lifestyle that you just fuck off with all that (laughs) don't talk to me like i'm a goddamn idiot Oh, look, my alarm went off right on time to say, hey, stop before your heart attack kicks in. <sighs> it's been hot. It's been 105 degrees here every day for the last three days. Yeah, man, y'all are going through it out there on the side in the southwest. Man. Yeah, it felt yeah. like it was insane. No, I woke up. It was already 90 degrees at like 11 o'clock. Okay. 90 with like a... 70 to 80 percent humidity are you kidding me i say it gets it gets hot in here oh yeah but it gets hot here but thank god for that coastal breeze where i live there at. you go see because uh, holy shit it's just it's been it's been a, it's been a wild time so I, i'm over here ready to just fight the next millionaire i see like <laughs> and be like you know what eat the rich i'm taking yours uh, this is mine now. This capitalism is, isn't it? Like, if I beat you up and take it from you, it's mine now. Essentially, yo. Yeah, there you go. If I beat you over the head with whatever it is I have here, whether it be uh, my connections, bureaucracy, or the government, mm-hmm. give me yours. <laughs> this is mine now. 
this has been the beards and balls podcast where we we try to not get too depressed about life but sometimes it's inevitable when you have all of these really 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 negative stories going on they're yeah. the most positive thing we talked about was how bad uh, how bad Jason Tatum and Draymond Green were. That's the most positive thing. <laughs> I mean, we talked, we talked about, about Steph. We talked about Steph. You know we what? You know Steph, what? You're, so. you're right. We talked about Steph. That's good. Uh, mm. Shit. I'm trying to think. Did anything else good happen in sports? Uh, I mean, I can speak. The Braves are on a 11 game winning streak. I guess. I don't, oh, I don't know. By the way, Joe Madden and Joe Girardi got fired. Yeah. Um. The Joe Madden one. But even the Joe Girardi one was. Losing. Yeah. Like the, the Phillies, Phillies started firing winning. managers and uh, they've started winning now, which I congrats Might to be. them. I know, but I'm I don't sure think it really matters. That. I do too. I look, I just don't ever want to see Bryce Harper win anything, and I and I don't like the fact that he's in Philadelphia now. Oh, you're a Bryce Harper hater too. That's that's funny. Oh, I'm always gonna be that. <laughs> don't ask <laughs> me gonna... what it is. I it's funny because like it's like I'm a I'm a I respect Mike Trout guy, but I don't give a shit about him. You know what I mean? Like, I respect everything he's done. I respect his place and that he's a Hall of Famer. And you can't tell me that he's not. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It's a weird well, thing. It's a weird thing. This is this is where we're at. This is where we're at. <laughs> uh, you can follow me uh, at born to run underscore 19 on Twitter and Instagram. Daryl, where can they follow you? Uh, 3Ds1J on Twitter and the Coaches Challenge on the Coaches Challenge. The Coaches Challenge. <laughs> on twitch holy shit yeah it's a weird day it's been a really weird day uh, it's been a weird week you know what it has been it's been a rough week daryl it feels like it's been a month since i lost my phone that was last sunday that was i'm about to say that was last week wasn't it that was la- exactly that's shit. how crazy of a week it's been already yeah you I'm you already- you had a you had a time huh i know and i'm expecting i don't know man i'm just waiting for the next shoe to drop we'll see <laughs> we'll see All right, that's us. We're out of here.